Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in Greenville, South Carolina. I'm your host as always, Stan McCune, realtor right here in the upstate of South Carolina, and you can find all of my contact information in the show notes if you need to reach out to me for any of your real estate needs, if you're relocating to Greenville, if you're trying to sell a house in Greenville, if you're trying to buy investment properties, any of those things, I can help you out with any of those things. So let me know. That's the only thing I get out of the show, at least now. I might monetize the show in some way in the future if uh, if I ever get around to that. Uh, but for now, the only reason I do the show is to try to get more real estate clients. So I would appreciate if you guys reach out to me for any of your needs or those of uh, your friends or family. Um, and just a reminder, as always, if you enjoy the content of the show, please hit the little subscribe button so that you don't miss any future episodes. And please download episodes. That helps. If you hit the little download button, um, it helps as well. If you just are using the Apple Podcasts app that you just scroll down uh, on the show page, scroll down a little bit, hit that five-star button, leave a short little review. I'd appreciate all of that from you guys. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, Greer in our mini-series that I'm doing here about uh, overviewing the upstate and the various areas of the upstate of South Carolina and I thought about doing this in a few different ways. I thought about doing, you know, just Greenville, like I did last week, and then having a show that did uh, basically all of the other metro areas around Greenville. But as I started getting into it, I realized really most of these areas need their own individual treatment, and Greer for sure needs its own individual treatment. So here we are. I'm doing an entire episode just on Greer. And for those of you who didn't know, I just moved from the Greer area. Um, I was living in the uh, Riverside School District part of Greer, which we'll get into here in a little bit. Um, so I know Greer quite well. I've lived uh, in several different parts of the upstate Um and obviously, I'm a realtor, so I know all of these areas pretty well. But there's no area that you ever know quite as well as the areas that you live in. So um, I'm very familiar with with Greer. And I would say, uh, just for starters, for those who don't know anything about Greer, it is a unique city. By the way, the a lot of the locals call it Greer. Um, you know, that's kind of a, a running joke uh, that uh, that people will call Greer Greer. Um, but I will try to avoid doing that in the show. Uh, but Greer is a, is a really unique city. And for those that don't know, um, that aren't from around here, Greer is actually where our international airport, the Greenville-Spartanburg International Airport, is located. And that's due to the fact that Greer is literally half in Greenville County and half in Spartanburg County. Um, and actually, that was the that Riverside School District area where I said that I lived in. I literally lived right by the airport. Um, in fact, there were some times where the planes landing or taking off uh, would kind of almost not rattle our house, but it would. Uh, there was a definite impact from it. Um, you, you got used to it, though. It's kind of like that phenomenon where you no longer hear uh, trains. If you live near trains, it was kind of the same thing with the planes, as long as they weren't exceedingly loud. Um but Greer, aside from the fact that that's where the airport is located in, which is a piece of trivia that most people don't know uh, when they come to Greenville, uh, Greer is also much larger than you would think. Most people think of Greer as just a small little town, but actually the the land mass that is a that constitutes Greer addresses is actually really really large. Um, with some parts of Greer, if you're looking at Google Maps, and like I said last week. Um, I do think that for those that aren't familiar with the upstate, that it would benefit you to listen to the show with 
Google Maps pulled up. Um, but some parts of Greer go all the way down and brush up against Five Forks and and Reedville, um, which Five Forks is in Greenville County, Reedville's in Spartanburg County. Um, and then other parts all the way north brush up against Campobello in Spartanburg County um, and Tigerville in uh, Greenville County. So it's, it is it is a huge area of uh, geography that constitutes those Greer addresses. And this is why we're having to take a whole show just to talk about Greer. Now, the median price point for all of Greer was $315,000 last year, which is right on track with the rest of the upstate. That's very similar to what we've been seeing uh, recently for the median price points for the upstate. Um, the lowest sale in, uh, and again, this is the entire area of Greer, any any address that had Greer in it, um, the lowest sale was 35000 and the highest was two point. 75 million. So there are very cheap homes in Greer. There are very expensive homes in Greer, depending on where you go. Um, so to make this more helpful, I'm going to split Greer up into a few different categories, kind of like what I did with Greenville last week. We've got downtown Greer. We've got the Riverside School District. We've got the BMW area of Greer, because BMW, if you don't know, is one of the major corporations that has a major presence here in the upstate. Um, we've got the Ennery or Honorary, depending on how you pronounce it, River Area, and Blue Ridge. Now, again, as I said last week, some of you might not like how I've split this up. And to you, I just say, get your own podcast and you can split up the upstate however you want. All right. Now, um, I'm just joking, by the way. Um, Obviously, you can get way more specific than those categories, but that is going to be how I split it up for the purposes of this show. Now, Downtown Greer is arguably... um, the best downtown in the upstate, and really one of the best secrets of South Carolina, one of the best kept secrets of South Carolina, once you leave downtown Greenville. Obviously, everyone loves downtown Greenville. It's incredible there, right? You've got a waterfall going straight through the middle of the city with all these incredible buildings, um, So and extremely walkable, all these shops, all these great restaurants. Nothing compares to downtown Greenville. But some people will ask me, well, besides downtown Greenville, what is there? Um, And one of the first things that comes to mind is downtown Greer, which is a much, much smaller version of what you get in downtown Greenville. It doesn't have any stunning features like uh, like Falls Park, where the waterfall goes through. But it has a fantastic, great little Main Street area, um, kind of uh, brick streets and and sidewalks. Um, and there are s- several very good restaurants, coffee houses, art galleries, etc. There's even a small little food court, um, or I guess food hall is is what they're called now, the hipster food courts um, that we call food halls. Um, now, I've been in some big food halls in some uh, big cities. This is not that. This is a small, this is almost like a um, glorified coffee shop. Imagine a, a, a large coffee shop that has restaurants a handful of restaurants and a brewery winery uh, in it. That's what the food hall in Greer is like. But it's a, it's Greer sized, and that's what is really appealing about Greer is that you get this really small town vibe, but it's it's not a small town from the amenity standpoint. Like there are some legitimately very good restaurants and very good shops and good things to do in downtown Greer. There are multiple fantastic parks, both in and near downtown Greer, um, and it's extremely walkable. It's extremely manageable. You're not going to have a ton of traffic. There's pretty much always street parking, um, unless there's a major event going on. 
and uh, and and for some people, this is actually way more interesting than uh, downtown Greenville. And interestingly, really, the the past couple of years, I've had multiple people moving to the upstate from outside the upstate that when they go into Greer, they're like, "This is where we want to be. We want to be near downtown Greer. This is where uh, we find this to be most appealing." Um, as opposed to being, you know, closer to downtown Greenville because they just like that small town charm that downtown Greer has. Um, and it borrows heavily from downtown Greenville. I mean, if you go into downtown Greer, it will feel in a lot of ways like downtown Greenville, but just on a much smaller scale and much more relaxed. Um, Greer does plenty of events, um, although um, having been a Greer resident, um, I feel like it's safe for me to say that they generally lack the polish that the events in, in Greenville have. But again, that is part of the small town appeal. Um, it's just more relaxed in Greenville. There's not as much intensity when it comes to, you know, making sure that these events are completely buttoned up and very exclusive and all of that, like the events in Greenville, like Fall for Greenville, Artisphere and whatnot um, that we have in uh, downtown Greenville. Greer doesn't have any events to that scale. It just can't can't support it. Um, but the events that it does have, usually they're going to be a little clunky just because this is a small town. Um, now, as far as shopping goes, downtown Greer only has boutique type of shopping options, but you're extremely close to Wade Hampton Boulevard where shopping options abound. And again, Greer is still very close to um, really everything. Like, it's not that far away from downtown Greenville. It's not even that far away from downtown Spartanburg. So you have um, a lot of options for just kind of navigating. It's kind of a nice central hub for just navigating the upstate in general. Housing-wise, downtown Greer's options are somewhat limited. You can find housing within walking distance to downtown, but they are generally smaller, older houses. So you just have to be prepared for that. Most people... Uh, moving to the upstate from from outside the upstate, they want to take advantage of the affordable housing, more generally more affordable than the areas that they're coming from that we have in Greenville. And usually they want homes that are, uh, you know, somewhat a, of a decent size. Downtown Greer doesn't have homes that are, generally speaking, above 2,000 square feet. You're, you're just not going to find that. Usually they are smaller homes. Um, and that's just the reality of the situation in downtown Greer. Now, if you get outside of walking distance to downtown Greer, then there are a lot more options. But if you're looking for options that have uh, that are within walking distance to the little Main Street downtown, it's generally speaking going to be a, a smaller home or a condo or something like that. Now, as you get further out, there are obviously an abundance of, of other options once you go outside of downtown Greer. Um, one of the most desirable areas in Greenville for families is the west side of Greer, that that side of Greer that I have uh, loosely referred to as the Riverside School District area. That's locally, that's just kind of what people know it as. Um, it's not to be confused with, I've heard some people, there's a, an area of the west side of Greenville called R- Riverside. Um, I've only heard outsiders refer to that. That's not really something that locals say. Uh, usually when we say, when we talk about Riverside, we're talking about um, that west side of Greer that brushes up against the east side of Greenville that we discussed last week. Um, and this is the area that I, I said that I, I used to live in. Um, it is 
the reason why we talk about the school district is uh, so much is because it's an award-winning school district. It's it's one that a lot of people are, are clamoring for at the end of the day. You hear a lot of people that are looking to try to get into Riverside School District. Um, and the simplest way to do that is to live in the district. Um, there can sometimes be options for school choice um, when you're outside of a district, but generally speaking, in the upstate, you need to be in the district in order to get in the school, at least to guarantee that you get in the school. Now, this section of Greer was completely rural up until the past 20 years. So a huge portion of the housing is subdivision, HOA, cookie cutter types of homes on small lots that have been built in the past 20 years. That is really the identity of this area. It's designed, uh, it was built and designed to be uh, really that classic uh, suburban feel that developers have tried to create from the past 20 years with these, uh, you know, HOA, cookie cutter type of communities. Um, and I mentioned that it's an area that has been desirable for families, and that's in large part because these developments have made housing fairly affordable. I mean, just three years ago, um, I bought a basically 4,000 square foot home in this section of Greer for $340,000. That's less than a dollar a square foot. And obviously, uh, prices have gone up substantially since then, but it's still an area where reasonable, reasonably priced housing can be found. Now, similar to Eastside Greenville, because this does butt up against Eastside Greenville, this area abounds with options for parks, grocery shopping, etc., and is extremely accessible. If you're looking uh, to be in position to get to both downtown Greenville and downtown Spartanburg, as I've already said, they're both less than 30 minutes away because of, of how close you are to Interstate 85. Interstate 85 connects both of those cities um, and it connects basically the entire upstate. And so this section of Greer, and really all, all of Greer is accessible to Interstate 85, but this section in particular, you've got uh, several ways to get there that are really simple. You also have proximity to Wade Hampton Boulevard. Obviously on the north side, you've got Pelham Road, you've got Highway 14. So you can get from this part of Greer, you can get anywhere in the upstate really quickly. So these are all reasons why this is a very, very desirable area for families. Um, you've got reasonably priced housing, great accessibility, great amenities, um, and award-winning schools. Um, now, as you get near, if you're looking at a Google Maps or if you just know the area really well, as you get near Devonshire Road, this is where you'll see some of the pricier homes in the Greer area and neighborhoods like Deerfield, uh, Thornblade, etc., that routinely have sales in excess of a million dollars. But out of the over 2,000 homes that sold in Greer in the past year, only 37 exceeded a million dollars. There's not a whole lot that are going to uh, be up in that price point when you get into this area. Now, south of here, you have the Ennery or Honoree River, depending on uh, what persuasion you have. It's, it's spelled E-N-O-R-E-E, -E, so I personally don't see how you can pronounce it honorary, but I have heard a lot of locals pronounce it that way. Um, so you've got that river going through Greer, and, and this area is kind of wedged between Five Forks and Reedville. Um, so this is the next area I'm going to overview here. This is a very rural area, but it's also an area where you'll find some of the most expensive housing in Greer. There are a ton of custom homes not built in subdivisions sitting on large lots uh, but then there's also some very nice and expensive subdivisions like Ledgestone, uh, for instance, that's in this area. Um, so this is 
really the area, if you're looking for rural, generally speaking, uh, bigger lots, pricier homes, this is the area that you might consider in Greer. Um, now, as I mentioned, this is a rural area, so you don't have a lot of shopping, you don't have a lot of parks. People don't need parks when they've got you know multiple acres or, or very large lots. Um, uh, so you don't have that in the immediate vicinity. And quite frankly, it is a little bit of a drive to get to just about anywhere, which ju isn't going to appeal to everyone. Interestingly, there is a house for sale right now in this area that I was once under contract for uh, back when I was a very young adult and I was not able to get it because my financing fell through because of my employment situation during the Great Recession. I just didn't have enough employment history. I didn't have enough credit history, um, all of that kind of stuff. And it was a very sad moment uh, because that resulted in us having to rent for longer. Um, but I recently saw this house go, go up for sale uh, for the first time since it had been up for sale during the Great Recession when I lost out on it. So that was very interesting. I almost lived in this area. And the big downside for me when we were looking at this area was it was it just felt like it was going to be a hike. I worked in downtown Greenville at that time. It just felt like it was going to be a hike to get down there because of, of just you have to take, you know, the roads you have to take in order to get to the major highways and whatnot. It just takes a few minutes at the end of the day. Um, so that's not going to appeal to everyone. It didn't appeal to me. But for some people, they really like kind of being off the beaten path. Um, so that is that section of Greer, the section that I'm loosely calling the Ennery Honorary River section of Greer. North of Wade Hampton, we have what I'll broadly call the Blue Ridge area of Greer. Um, and, and locally, people refer to this as the Blue Ridge area, um, but they might not call the entire area that. Um, it, it just kind of depends. You hear different things from different people. Um, but I'm going to include, for the purposes of this discussion, um, Lake Robinson, which is a really nice lake for picnicking, picnicking kayaking, um, etc. But it also has some mountainous regions in this Blue Ridge area the further you go north. Um, to go back to uh, Lake Robinson, by the way, I, I said good for kayaking, picnicking. Um, this is not going to be a, a lake where you're going to be taking high horsepower types of motors onto. We do have a, a few lakes in the upstate that will allow that. Lake Robinson is not one of them. I've gotten that question a few times. Now, most of the homes in this area are going to be homes uh, that, generally speaking, were custom built uh, and not in subdivisions. There are subdivisions, but generally speaking, in this area, when homes come for sale, they're generally, whoops, sorry, I bumped my desk here. Um, generally speaking, they are going to be custom built homes. Now, when I say custom built, that can mean that someone custom built a 1,200 square foot ranch. So don't necessarily think in your mind, oh, custom built, these are all really uh, fancy homes. No, not necessarily. Some of these homes were custom built and are just small little brick ranches. Um, and we do also have the very, very expensive custom homes as well, particularly around Lake Robinson and in some other areas. Uh, but there's plenty of smaller, cheaper homes that were built custom 40, 50 years ago. And, uh, and in addition to that, the, the more expensive ones as well. So it, it's really a diverse area. You're, you're going to run into, you know, you, you'll go past mobile homes, plenty of mobile homes in this area, and then you'll see very, very expensive homes. Sometimes they're right next to each other. Um, so it, it's kind of unique in that regard. 
Now, in addition to Lake Robinson, um, there's actually multiple other lakes, rivers, plenty of parks in this area, plenty of options for people looking to do things outside. Um, But from a shopping standpoint, again, as I keep saying, you've got to come back to Wade Hampton Boulevard. And obviously, you probably picked up on the fact that Wade Hampton Boulevard is a very crucial street for this area, um, just as it is for Greer in general. Um, but but some parts of the Blue Ridge area, it's it's gonna take you a while. If you're in those northern regions of uh, of the Blue Ridge area of Greer, it might take you a while to get down to any sort of shopping. So you just need to be aware of that. If you're kind of south of Wade Hampton, uh, sorry, south of uh, Lake Robinson. It's, it's not as bad, um, but I have been to some of those mountainous parts of Greer, and it, it's beautiful up there. I mean, I love that section of Greer. I love the drive up there, uh, but it's a little bit of a hike. That's not for everyone. Um, now, east of the GSP airport, and, and this episode, obviously, Greer is a lot smaller than Greenville, so this episode, thankfully, is going to be a lot shorter than, than the Greenville episode because I'm almost done. Um, east of GSP airport you have the BMW area of Greer. By the way, Michelin's headquarters, uh, I should mention, are, are very close to Greer as well. Uh, that's another major corporation in the upstate. Um, and so this is why a lot of people like Greer as well. Those that are looking to work at Michelin, um, really Greer is a very affordable place, generally speaking, to move to. And uh, Michelin is not far from, from any of these areas with the exception of maybe some of those really northern uh, Blue Ridge parts of Greer. Um, but you've got the, the BMW area of Greer just east of GSP Airport. Um, I'm only mentioning this because I didn't really include it in anything else, um, but this is really a commercial area. It's a very interesting little slice of, of geography for the upstate. There's not a whole lot of housing in this area. Um, if you're wanting to live near BMW, you will ultimately end up in one of the other areas that we've talked about. You're, you're not going to be able to live within biking distance, for instance, of BMW. It's almost impossible. There are a handful of houses in this area, but there's very, very few. It is very, very commercial. Um, a lot of warehouses, um, some stores, auto shops, things like that. Not a lot of houses, residential houses to, to purchase that come on the market in a given year. Um, So that is Greer in a nutshell. Um, Again, as I already said, I have lived in Greer. I highly recommend it a lot. It's gaining a lot of traction with a lot of people. It's changed a lot over the years. Um, You've got some of the uh, most recently built housing in all of Greenville because that was an area that developers uh, wisely targeted that used to be just all farmland, just uh, 20, 30 years ago, uh, you could get a USDA loan out there just like 10 years ago, um, which is insane. Like on in the Riverside area of Greer, if you don't know, a USDA loan is really designed for like farmers, um, but you don't have to be a farmer to qualify for one. It's a, it's a good loan program. You don't have to put anything down. Um, there, there's a variety of other benefits to it. Um, and it's crazy when you go through these areas of Greer now, you know, it just feels like you're in the suburbs. And of course, they don't qualify for USDA loans anymore. Uh, most of these areas don't. Um, there, there still are some areas of Greer that do when you get into those more rural areas. But 
Um, but really, a lot of good things has happened to Greer over the years. You wouldn't have wanted to go to downtown Greer 10 years ago. Now it's a really cute, little, thriving downtown that's only going to continue to get better. Um, and so I am very bullish for Greer as a whole. Of course, you guys know I'm bullish for all of the upstate, um, but I really like what they're doing in Greer. And I'm very supportive of anyone looking to move there. Um, and if you are looking to move there, let me know. My contact information is in the show notes. If you need to reach out to me for anything, please rate, review, subscribe, download episodes to the show, do all of those things to support it. And I will talk to you guys again next week.